Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and good morning and welcome or good evening to the Trifles Podcast. Zips. Yeah. Hello. Hi. P Flex. Hello. Hello. Oh, you've got us. We're here at home, surprisingly. Still. Uh, it's, we're, we're doing all right. Still. Uh, is everyone crazy yet or are you all holding on? What crazy things have you done this week? P-Flex. Oh, man. I Zips. <laughs> Gone. I went to the bathroom a couple of times. <laughs> I ate. Oh, man, it's crazy times we live in now. Have you been eating more? I've been eating more, just because I'm bored. No, I just and eat, like, the same, just, you know. I, I don't know, like, I same. feel like maybe there's, like, a habit thing, though, because normally I get up in the morning, I make breakfast, I come into the office, I'm in the office all day, and then I get home in the evening and usually eat straight away. Yeah. And and then, you know, I guess I guess I'm just used to the idea of opening the fridge when I'm on my own. And just seeing what's in there. Just when I'm bored, I look in the fridge and then I eat something. Yeah. It's a really bad habit. But I need to try and break somehow. And I don't know. Maybe I need like an alarm on the fridge or something like, maybe like a hand comes out and slaps me. We don't store any of the good stuff in the fridge. Like all the chocolate and stuff is is stored like in a cupboard. So my go-to is like, oh, what's in that cupboard? But there's like nothing in there now. So it's- I need I need like, I need like um, something to stop me doing it. I need like to have to put in a long code or something. Yeah, or, like a zapper or something that electrocutes or, you. Or not something like to like, Blech. not something bad, but something that makes, it's like, do I really, can I really be asked to get uh, another, you know, pack of you know chocolate popcorn out of here or whatever? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just saying. Because sometimes I don't really want it probably. I'm not that bothered. Yeah. But I was I the same to, when like, I ate three of my kids' um, uh, Easter eggs. <laughs> Uh, I, was like, oh, I wish there was something that would stop me doing this. And you're the you're the trash can, though. You don't want those to go to waste. That's it. You know, yeah. that's that's the dad trash can. It's yeah. like you know, if 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 someone doesn't want, well, I got to make sure they eat healthy too, and they'll never be able to eat healthy if there's that much chocolate in the house. So I'm I'm doing everybody a favor by eating it all. Yeah. Well, exactly. You're sacrificing yourself, putting yourself on the line, like the the male leader of the family you are. It's like the modern That's thing. Right. You used to go to war yeah. and fight for your country and fight for your family. But yeah. now you're just there scoffing like all of the remains of the pizza that people couldn't eat. That's it. Yeah. For the good of to save them from yeah. pizza, yes. From that. When they don't eat their broccoli, no. I don't, you know, there's certain things that That's you'll... That's what Terry's for, right? Yeah, there's certain things that you'll, like, take one for the team and, and finish what, what they haven't sort of thing. But then there's other things where it's like, ah, it's going in the garbage. It is a team. It's a team effort. I, I, to... I found that uh, I'm, I'm definitely eating more because everybody's here. So everybody's talking about food. Like, oh, what are we going to have for breakfast? And uh, Daddy, I haven't had breakfast and everything like that. Normally... I get up and they have breakfast so early that I've just barely drunk my tea. I have no interest in food. Whereas now the kids have no 
tight schedule, they're sometimes having breakfast at like 10, which is more my kind of time to eat something. And then I'll eat as well. Whereas sometimes, most days, I'll get up, take them to school, come back, and I won't eat until lunchtime. And I might just have something to eat. Like, I yeah. generally eat less when I'm just in, on my own in the house because it's like, I'm just lazy. I find I eat less when I have something fun I really want to do. Like, when I'm like in playing a game that I just can't... Sometimes you're playing a game and you need to pee, but you're so into the game, you're like, I'm just going to... You don't realize you're doing it, but you're like, you you're don't eat, your pants, you don't drink, thing you, know. yeah. you don't like, yeah. you don't, you, you just, and then you, at a certain point, you're like, okay, I have to stop playing this now. I know sometimes games get very, uh, uh, like, good ones get very addicting. I think I know how good a game is based on how much I'm like, not, how much I'm neglecting my own body to play yeah. the game, you know? Like a bad game, I'll get bored all the time and stop and have to like, ugh. Like if I'm watching a bad movie, I'll just have to, I'll find myself just constantly pausing it tabbing out doing something else yeah you know and then coming back to it and being like oh i finished this movie off Ugh. yeah i usually just kind of otherwise you know i don't even finish those half the time if like if i'm getting to the point where i'm pausing and going like to the bathroom and coming back i'm like do i really want to watch this i just i just don't i just turn it off yeah i'm, I'm not i'm not like proud in that way you know like i don't feel like i have to watch something or you know like if it's if it's no good yeah i just switch it off I just I feel like I feel like sometimes I'm in a movie with someone or someone's invited me to a movie that I'm not really into and they'll be like, I need to pee and I'll be I'll like just leave. I'm just gonna go for a pee and then I'll just I'll, leave I'll, a note I'll, in like, the bathroom. Sorry, I went I went home. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I genuinely like feel like I'm just taking my time. Yeah. Um and other times I'll be watching something that I really don't want to miss a frame of. And so I'll like I'll like plan my pee route. I'll be like, okay, if I, I'm gonna ask that, I'm gonna say this guy, this to this guy. I'm gonna, be like, I'm gonna be like, excuse me, and I'm gonna walk down here, go this way. I've like planned the whole thing out of my head, and then I'll execute that. Oh, and there'll man. be like one guy who's also doing that. He's like rushing for a pee. There'll be like one other guy who's like just a, a step or two behind me the whole way. Yeah. It's almost like a race as well, because he left like just a couple of steps behind me. So I need to pee, finish up, wash my hands just slightly faster than he was because you know i don't want it to be weird like i don't want him to think that i've got something wrong with my bladder or i was holding it too long or i'm not washing my hands enough you have to like keep pace um there's all these rules that i have in my brain that, yeah the, yeah i was um, gonna say those are um your your rules you've got, mentally like, Ill, you've mentally got lots of lots of your own rules i feel like everybody else is Pretty much, you know, you've got different computers running different operating systems, right? And that's all the different people. Right. Lewis is like some weird piece of technology that no one knows quite how it works. That's Lewis to me. Yeah, like, like Windows XP. No, he's, he's like, just not compatible with any other he's devices. Windows XP. <laughs> Has very specific set of drivers. And it's just, you know, I mean, it's a good piece of kit, don't get me wrong, but oof, you don't want to get under the hood. That's all I'm saying. Right. Temple OS. Have you ever heard of that? No. You can be that. There was this, there was this, I think it was a Mormon guy right. who <laughs> made his own operating system. It was just <laughs> madness. I really want to um, use that. It was, it was apparently just completely, he was just a completely off the radar, wacky guy. And he made all this weird, put this weird sort of stuff in it. And it kind of feels like slightly demonic in a, in a sense because it has like prayer like you can do these programs to prayer pray and it's got loads of like bible story games is the, in the it. enter key is just an amen key that's all the enter key <laughs> and every time you press it it says amen yeah that yeah that would be that would be good uh, i've played a bit of i played a bit of doom eternal this week yeah oh yeah um, which i really like and i really like the just all those demonic symbols 
on everything mm-hmm. and just kind of how how dark it is. And also that that meme with the guy who's been trying to blow away coronavirus has been all over the place again. Um, I saw it again, like a remix of, you know, the American mega church priest oh, who yeah. looks like the devil right? Um, incarnate, asking God to burn the coronavirus. I've been playing a dark game <laughs> in with, the most uh, devilish way ever. Sinister symbols in it this week as well. It's called um, Drug Dealer Simulator. <laughs> and, was that? Um, oh shit! You have to pick up. You have to order drugs from the cartel and pick them up in like these cleverly marked areas, like vents and stuff. And you have to. It's a. It's like a. It feels like it's like a Gary's Mod map. In that <laughs> you live in a city that's completely enclosed by walls and there's you know police walking around everywhere and stuff but you still have to do your hand to hands you gotta do you gotta you you have a laptop where people where people place their drug orders and then you gotta go and deliver the drugs to them it's, what would uh, be your like way to to do that like because i saw one guy i saw one place had it like where they would put it in the top of a drain pipe and right. then it would go down the drain pipe so they never had to like interact with the people yeah and also if if the police got onto them they could see them coming and they could like get out of that flat yeah sometimes like out and out and a window sometimes like the thing is is you would you you need to do it in a way where like there's there's two things that you need to be careful of you need to be careful that you don't get raided by the cops but uh equally you got to make sure that you don't get robbed like you're 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 by other drug dealers yeah so yeah, like the, the drain pipe yeah. thing i i guess might might work for a bit or whatever, but people catch on to it very quickly. Oh, you have to be mixing it up all the time. Yeah, right. that's it. You got to change it around. I think like the I think like the the old tried tested and true is is you you get kids to do the dealing for you, uh, or <laughs> that's, at least that's the, the, the budget de- version, the yeah. delivering <laughs> for you. And no, the reason is is because if they get picked up, they won't go. They can't go to jail because they're minors, right? Yeah. So right, you don't lose your man force. They just get a slap on the wrist or whatever, and they're back on the streets in no time. Well, it wouldn't be a man force, would it? Um, <laughs> and then usually, usually the stash is hidden, kind of like far away from where they're dealing. So like they have these code signs that they could like relay down an alley, and then somebody can run over to where the stash is, get the stuff run back and this is just also that you never get caught with a massive amount of drugs on you sort of i was thing, thinking right? it would be you you would want some kind of uh, locker system and you have all these lockers that are coded yeah right and, and then you so give somebody you, a code you never for have the locker, to interact yeah. you never have to interact with people face to face yeah and you would have some kind of system where they pay you um online somehow dark web i don't know whatever once the money's there, you text them a code and on a burner phone, and that yeah. code unlocks one of the lockers. Like you, you just say, locker so-and-so, this is the code, your drugs are there. So that there's no zero face-to-face, and any kind of sense of uh, tracing stuff just goes, just snap yeah. the phones at the end of the day, <clears> done. Because <throat> you want to remove yourself from it as much as possible. Obviously, you'd have to put the drugs in the lockers, and the police could just camp the lockers, but you just use different places, different locations. I think a really popular way of doing it in um, in parts of Italy is that you have like somebody who kind of like takes the order, relays it back to a dude who's like behind a wall. Like they'll find just like a wall that has naturally a some hole in it. sort of hole or slit in it. <laughs> they can set up behind the hole 
uh, and then just like pass the drugs like through the so hole. So it's like a glory thing. hole, but for drugs. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and it's just another way of of making sure that you don't get robbed or caught yeah. or, or whatever. It's like apart from if a, if a very 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 thin man came yeah. one day. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Skinny from the uh, Mr. Men universe. <laughs> Mr. Skinny Lord. found one day that he could fit into the drug hole, <laughs> and he stole all of the drugs. Naughty Mr. Skinny. <laughs> that was one of uh, the less popular Mr. Men books. Yeah, yeah. I was listening, I, I Sips heard just before we started recording, the theme tune from the film Midnight Run, which is a Robert De Niro mm -hmm. and uh, Charles Grodin movie from the 80s. And it, it's on Netflix at the moment in the UK. If you haven't seen Midnight Run, it's, it's, a, it's a great movie. It's, right. uh, it's very 80s, um, but Robert De Niro is genuinely excellent in it. Um, right. and it's it's funny and it's got goofy action sequences in and it, it's one of those sort of caper movies um, and I, I love it, it's one of my favourites it's got a really good cast and some good performances and it's just, it's just a classic, it's just a classic movie and it was weird because I often go into this hole where I look at the filmographies of actors and I do this on Wikipedia quite often so when I look at Robert De Niro he sort of he, he the the movies he's made some of them are so legendary that they almost overshadow a bunch of other films that he's made in a way so people think of robert de niro they think of deer hunter they think of raging bull goodfellas um taxi driver um stuff like that uh casino heat um really really top movies yeah. but then he also made midnight run like in between angel heart and Goodfellas, he made Midnight Run, which is this kind of goofy movie that you wouldn't have necessarily associated him with. Um, and then straight after that, he went and made like Cape Fear and stuff like that. But it's weird because I look at his career and he veers between doing very deeply serious movies and then doing kind of, he'll, he'll do a few goofy, funny movies and then he'll go back to deeply serious. And I wonder if there's a balancing act going on in someone like Robert De Niro's head where he's like, um, I don't want to be known as a comedy guy because he did like analyze that Shark Tale, Meet the Fockers, and then he took a two-year break, and then he came back with The Good Shepherd, which is a which is a good movie-ish. But he's a very serious character in that and stuff. And I, I wonder if that's a factor. And then it got me thinking about Bill Murray's film career because he started off obviously on Saturday Night Live, and he made Meatballs, and he made um, some really bad movies. He tried to make a film about Hunter S. Thompson, which was a disaster. Then he made Caddyshack, which was a huge hit. Then they made Stripes, which wasn't such a huge shit, but it did okay. And then he kind of stopped making movies for a while. He was in Tootsie as a bit part actor. And then two years later, Ghostbusters. Biggest movie of the 80s, I think. Yeah. Uh, huge. And then he makes four, four movies that year. Three of them I guarantee you've never heard of. Nothing Lasts Forever, you ever heard of that? No. You wouldn't have because it never got a release. BC Rock, which is a French-Belgian cartoon. And The Razor's Edge which was a very, very, very serious movie that he made that was a disaster. Then he took two years off, came back, bit parts, bit parts. And I, I hope just think people it's... are making notes of this. No, it's this interesting is, because be it, it, it's later. this man's career and it was completely derailed by him. I think he wanted to be a serious actor. And it's so weird because he's obviously a comedic actor. You can't look at Bill Murray and not laugh. But in the same way that Robert De Niro veers between doing lighthearted movies and then going back to more classic De Niro serious stuff, all Bill Murray wanted was to be a serious actor. And his early choices in film show that he wanted to be serious, he wanted to be taken seriously. 
And then it all went wrong for him and he started making some pretty poor movies. And then along comes Groundhog Day. Everybody loves him again. And then he gets the serious roles, which I thought Appar- was interesting. Apparently he doesn't even have an agent or a manager. Or I can imagine it because some of the no, choices he's yeah, made were really bad. You have really to like, leave messages on his answer phone or whatever and he randomly That's picks right. up. He, he, has, he has a voicemail thing that he checks once in a while. And apparently he like he just missed out on like a ton of great opportunities. I'm sure he did. He didn't check them. Uh, but then equally, the times that he did check, he picked up um, these things that were just like yeah. Because I think I think in the around like the time of Ghostbusters, Bill Murray was like was 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 big time. He was like the, at the height because of Saturday Night Live and everything. he was part of that that um, that circle of of really popular Saturday Night Live comedians. Mm-hmm. So I think things were just thrown at him, sort of what thing. Was that movie? But then, Do you reckon like someone left a message on his answer phone that was like. Hey, Bill, uh, we got a movie, uh, and you get to kiss Scarlett Johansson in it. Uh, you're an old guy, and you meet her at a bar, and you do some talking and stuff, and it's a bit weird, but yeah, apparently, what, do you, what, apparently, do you um, what do you say, Bill? He like, He's like, you, you had me at Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> no, he said he had fun doing it, but apparently like, um, he didn't get along with... Um, with, with, with um, Sophia like Coppola, or both of them, the apparently. director. I, I, yeah, I think <laughs> anyone. I think yeah. Apparently, he's just like <laughs> no. He's, he seems he's like notoriously kind of like kind of difficult to work with and stuff like that. And he's like one of these people. Like if he likes you, he likes you. If he doesn't, he's like impossible sort of thing. But it, it's interesting. He's shoot loads of movies even now. Yeah, I kind of I mean, like I like that about Bill Murray though. Like I feel like I think I feel like Bill Murray can pull it off. You know what I mean? Like. Bill Murray can just be himself in this like crazy industry that demands you to not to be anything but yourself most of the time. You know what I mean? But yeah. he can still yeah. he can I still mean, weather it's just that. A, sort if of you thing. look at his um, filmography, I would say he's been in some absolute shit. Like he really yeah. has. Yeah. But if you he's been in pretty much every Wes Anderson movie. In fact, yeah. I think he has been in. A, he's he was in Rushmore, Raw Tenenbaums. Life Aquatic. He was the main main character in that. Dodgy yeah, Limited, he's a bit like Fantastic uh, Mr. Fox, Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, it's, Grand it's, Budapest it's, a, it's Hotel. a bit like Samuel L. Jackson with Quentin Tarantino. Like, you, yeah. they, I, I think they just get on really well, and they just have this like sort of like unspoken like, yeah, you, you know, like you you're gonna be You'll good be for it, like right? every part yeah. that I I make, sort of thing, and and they're, he just they're just knows like up for it, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting. But yeah, sorry, I, I was because I, I then start looking at nominations for awards. Right. So I, I love <laughs> you're looking going at on a, you're going on a weird Bill Murray stalking. He didn't, he didn't get nominated for Oscars. This was this was like I, I start looking at old Academy Awards, like 1979 or something like that, and I'll look at what won and what was nominated and what didn't make see, it. See, see, see. This is this is this is what I did this week. So this week I had a pub quiz on. Uh, Zoom with my family. Right. Um, I did that on my, Sunday with my a bunch of my friends. And isn't that funny? My uncle and auntie did the questions, and they did seventy questions. Okay, guess what my score was? Okay, guess what my score was? Twelve, like ten I got or something. Eight. Eight. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> they the questions were like so hard. All right, give us a couple like, of questions, and we'll see what we come up with. Give it, okay, give it. fine. You might just get all of these. No, no, no. Uh, what was the capital? What is the capital of Armenia? Um, Armenia. It, of Armenia. Mm. They oh, don't have one. It's um, it's, um, it's it's uh, it's it's Yerevan. Uh, Yerevan. Yeah. In which Welsh county is Brecon? Is I didn't know they had counties in Welsh. <laughs> it's in Powys. Uh, which 
uh, if, for example, in which county would you find Leeds Castle? Oh, now that's actually nowhere near Leeds. It's yeah, in, it's, correct. Uh, it's uh, is it, it? It's not. Is the it, county. It's not Berkshire, um, is it? Is it is it Norfolk? Wapping it's Wapping on Stoke. <laughs> it's Kent. Kent. Right. Right. <laughs> See, these are these are good questions because you kind of half know them, but no, I don't even you, half know these. That, well, I've heard, I'd heard of Yerevan because it was a city state in Siv, and I probably yeah. should have known it from Eurovision yeah, yeah. and all the other shit. Uh, no, you know, calling and all this. You know, I've I've probably I've probably fucking I've been to the Brecon Beacons. I've been to Paris. It's not just down the road. It's I've, not I've like been to it's Paris literally next door. Well. Yeah. And I used to fucking live in kent for like three years <laughs> I, mean, I mean i should have got all of these answers but i didn't get any of them and it wasn't his their fault you know they wrote these questions thinking yeah i know this i they're, they're, i want them to be hard but not that hard and right honestly i got like i was it was kind of like he was doing this quiz because we're all on zoom and he was like oh i see a lot of blank faces <laughs> and <laughs> I, I, I feel like somebody who like makes a quiz uh like it could is missing out on an opportunity to like tell like an interesting story about like like their reading habits or maybe how they're feeling or whatever. Like it'd be funny if like all like the questions started off really like upbeat and chipper and stuff and then sort of descended into <laughs> this like spiral of madness. Like how many times have I cried today? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think your mother said to me last night? How severely do I strangle myself while I'm masturbating? Uh, <laughs> just like all these like weird weird fucking oh shit yeah, it's like a cry for help yeah everyone's like oh this round's a bit hard this, <laughs> a quiz, this quiz master definitely needs some help uh, oh, but man. no it was it was question it was just like a little bit on the side of too hard and it was it was just so funny because i got zero in the first two rounds and he was like i wonder if i should start giving out hints and i'm like no I'm, i wasn't hating it i was i was enjoying it because it was all that those questions like i kind of like was they were almost on the tip of my tongue or brain. Like they were right there. Right, right. I knew I should know them, but they were like just out of reach. And I feel like also in the internet age, like certain questions feel, I don't know, like like I just, I feel like I almost deliberately haven't learned stuff because I knew I could look it up instantly. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, we, my, my friend, my friend Lee did one. He did, he did it on, on Sunday night. We all tuned in for that. And it was slightly different because I think it was a really smart idea. It was a series of almost like PowerPoint slides. So it was round round one, and all the questions come up at once, and they're like, which Lego figure is this meant to be, for example? So there's no talking over each other. There's no, what can you repeat that? That kind of thing. All the questions are right there. And when everyone's finished, he's like, everybody done? Okay. And then he just clicks a button, and all the answers are revealed underneath, and we all mark our own, and then give our marks at the end of the round. It was really smooth. It was good. Really cool. Much yeah. better than... Question 83. And everyone's like, hang Can on, you? hang on, yeah. I haven't done 82. You know, it was just really exactly, nice and easy. Exactly. They should do the, um, you know, the insomnia pub quiz. Um, they should do one of those like online, like with a big Zoom call so that I they really can hope they don't spunk out the their annual Wizzo jokes or whatever. Like, oh. uh, they just like fill fill the whole <laughs> every question. They, they, they definitely did, though. How fat is Wizzo? <laughs> you have to like guess that. <laughs> It was so bad. How fat is Wizzo's mom? How fucking stupid is Wizzo and fat and ugly and (laughs) fuck you, Wizzo. Oh, and don't forget, a handbag. Every five minutes, they would run the, a handbag. And the garlic bread one, too. They're always playing that. 
yeah. from whatever. Awful, awful. I used Garlic to hate it. bread! Like, all the time. <laughs> the best pub quiz things, I think, are ones that people can't Google or look up, you know, because because it feels like in the pub quiz, people are always, it's always yeah. a cheat. And so it's, but it's hard to come up with questions that people can't look up. And so you have to, like, we always do, like, our family always used to do a quiz at Christmas. And we used to have, like, a pitch around that my nan would cut pictures out of the Radio Times. And they'd be like, who's this? <laughs> you know, it's like, and it's all, it's mostly like, oh, that's Clark Gable. You don't even know who Clark Gable is. What, what's, what's happening these days? You know, <laughs> but she wouldn't, she wouldn't recognize, I don't know, Lady Gaga. Right, right. Lady Gaga, is she a baby? Be like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was, there were questions like, one of the questions was, um, how many London Underground stations are there? Oh, like um, five? I'm gonna say twenty-eight. I'm gonna say a hundred and thirty. And so he, so I was like, "How are we supposed to get this?" And he was like, "I'll give you a point if you can get within 10. All right, How There's many? Two hundred and seventy. Wow! You live in London. You go on the underground all the time. Yeah, but, oh, not but on I mean, are uh, we talking stations, about though. like all the ones that go out, like way you know, east, Black way probably west? Has like two or three routes that he does, and that, and so I like, was his, thinking of the middle bit, but yeah, his you're right, world is confined. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm not talking about disused ones or whatever. <laughs> all the uh, abandoned ones, yeah, where all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. live. They open those up on the open London days sometimes. Um, yeah, there's like 40 disused. Yeah. Um, you drive, you'll, you'll go past them all the time. Yeah, like they're they're, yeah, they, they've still got the front, the same front, and you'll also go past them on the train sometimes. You'll go yeah. and you'll go you're past a blank station. They're very eerie for some reason. I think anywhere that was meant to be busy and is not busy, is inherently a little spooky. I mean, yeah. when, I go, this, when I go to yeah. a garden shed, you don't expect there to be a bunch of people in there. That would be terrifying. You yeah. expect it to be quiet. But when you go somewhere that, like a shopping mall that's deserted... It depends on the time of day, I suppose. Yeah, true. There's this, there's this one they use for, for film shoots as well. And if you... It's it's weird because I watched a couple of things this week and I think I saw that same there's this Hollywood slummy ramp that looks like it's in a multi-story car park under a road or something under a main big freeway and you you'll know when I rec- when you see it but it's like a very steep ramp and it always looks like it's quite dark there's always drug dealers there and they drive a van up sometimes right. and and I I've seen that location I think I saw it twice this week and there's this tube station as well where they they just use it for like they use it for James Bond. They use it for like uh, just again and again for these these like war films right. where they're like hiding under in this underground. I station. think there's like I think New York has certain spots where like they're they're it's easy to 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 like sort of get it to for filming and and is therefore used like all the goddamn time sort of thing. And I mean, like, you got to find somewhere you're not going to hold up traffic. Like yeah. you'll often. I mean, I know when they made um, Midnight Cowboy. All the street scenes in that were shot. They weren't closed streets uh, all the time. Like they tried to close some streets, but there's a very famous scene where a cab almost hits Dustin Hoffman and he bangs a cab and he's like, I'm walking here, I'm walking. That cab had just gone through the the closed road sign and just fucking caned it straight through the chute. <laughs> and they just carried on. They used it. <laughs> and you'll, you'll often see shots of actors in New York walking around. And there's there's like hundreds and hundreds of people going about their day. They're clearly not actors. No, yeah. But I mean, when when I, I was like in, that. when I was last in New York, we were we were walking down a street, and there was just this big sign that said, um, "Please just like keep walking. Don't look at anything. Like you're on like a live set or something like that." And it, so you're just like, "Oh, okay." 
And you just yeah, yeah. You just I've, keep I've walking because like they're they're just trying to get shots or they're they're you know they're filming some. I didn't see anybody filming or anything, but I, I, I'm assuming somewhere somebody was filming and they just needed yeah. like the background to look as sort of believable as possible or whatever. But I I think that happens all the time in New York. I mean, you know, 28 days later. Yeah, didn't they just film it at like four in the morning or something? They, like, they shot it just at dawn, yeah. like just before, and then they adjusted the light to make it brighter and look like daytime. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if you want to, if you come up with a script and it's a good script, and they're like, yeah, we, we definitely want to do this. You're like, okay, one problem. Uh, we kind of need London to be deserted. Okay, okay, so we have to wait for a global pandemic. Yeah, then they, they had to like helicopter 18 tons of, of paper and like, because you notice how like, like in that, yeah. that movie, there's garbage everywhere everywhere and stuff too right right imagine you woke up one morning you're like ready to go for your job i love this city it's so beautiful what the fuck what's all this fucking paper all over the place <laughs> oh shit you just you get all angry and then you, but you have to have no planes in shot you. no helicopters in shot nothing yeah like that it's it's a it must take so long and the, yeah. think of the pressure as an actor if they're like all right we got five minutes of quiet this has to work this is the, the way we're out of money if this shot doesn't work and the actors just like flubs their lines or i wonder if there's people out there right now with like with everything that's going on and like everywhere being very quiet nowadays like with this lockdown and everything that are taking advantage of that like getting shots like yeah they probably you know, like, are yeah like very easily where it would have been hard to before sort of thing because then I mean, nowadays you, know what you, could you don't do? need like 20 people to get a shot you can almost just right. do it by just yourself CGI sort of thing. Yeah. but what you could do now is just go out and film that stuff if you had a good camera just take loads of shots of empty streets yeah uh, with like film quality and just have them at like a library of Oh, you need a shot of uh, Times Square completely deserted? I've got you. Yeah, yeah, I've got it right here. I've got it in my library. It's under uh, Times Square, empty. Yeah, there you go. And just sell it. That would be the play. Become yeah. the guy to go to for shots for, of For streets. stock shots, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. got a whole library, yeah. Well, I'm sure that exists. Oh, the, I'm sure. Yeah. One of the other questions was, um, what was Buzz Aldrin's mother's maiden name? Fucking hell. Oh, uh, Buzz Buzzetta. So, so but, you, but it was quite Bazina. It's a common like it was. A, it's a question that you wouldn't get in a quiz because if you think about the question, you're like, how would I know anyone's mother's maiden name? Like, do I need to know their their pin code as well? Like, what was? But it's because if you think about it, what do you think his mother's maiden name might be? Let me think. It was Aldrin. What did he do? Well, he went on the moon. Oh, her so maiden was name her maiden was moon. name Moon? Yes, oh. Mama Moon, <laughs> not Apollo. <laughs> no, but I mean, the thing is, her like, maiden name was Apollo Eleven. Can you? Her maiden it? name was Challenger. <laughs> oh God, that's a very American name. Yeah, holy crap, Debbie Challenger. What other questions? Give us others. I love this. Um, I love it. God, I can't remember anymore. They were all a bit hopeless. Some of them were like. Um, so he did one because obviously we, one of the rounds was um, he he got. He 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 he. There was a link. Okay, so there were like there were like ten of us at the quiz, right? And each of the answers was one of our first names. Okay, but ah. we didn't realize this until you know we got like going. So like the first question was like, um, who shares the surname Baker Tweedy and another surname Cheryl? Exactly. There yep. you go. So that right. was like that was like an obvious one, and then it was like. What was the name of the king in the 1991 movie? Um, which of, which of, one? Of that one movie that came eponymous out. Eponymous movie. Right. Uh, king. About 
About a king. Yeah, about a king. Um, 1991. Uh, it was an American comedy starring John Goodman, oh, Peter uh, O'Toole. King... Oh, is it King Dave? Nope, it's King Ralph. Ralph! Oh, of course. Right, of and that's course. my brother's name, you see. Um, but I obviously couldn't... I got Cheryl, and I was like, oh, that's a coincidence. But then I didn't get any of the others, so I didn't... <laughs> Didn't get I the didn't connection. actually make the connection. <laughs> Did you have to write down your answers, like um, in like in MS Paint, so you could they could they could see like your handwriting and stuff? Or <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. Which one was it? It was which which singer songwriter right. from Scotland shares a surname with the second most recent Doctor Who? Lewis. Oh no, it's Capaldi, isn't it? Lewis <laughs> yeah, it's Capaldi. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. It's Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. Um, so that was I didn't get that I wouldn't have got uh, that either one of them was what what name comes from the old meaning God's greatest gift or something like that uh, and it was it was it was my mother's name it was Janet, Janet. and so it was like how Chris, do you Chris Lovers how do you get, get these ones? <laughs> you know what this strikes me as yeah. it's one of those quizzes where every answer is on the tip of your tongue and it's infuriating yeah, yeah because oh, I know this uh, but if every question's like that it's just fucking annoying it was tiring yeah. it was tiring I, I, my like I, I'm terrible at quizzes and stuff because I feel under pressure to answer quickly but like my my brain needs some time to, yeah, to do like some thinker. extra processing. So it's like like also like this one is processing. Which what is the fourth most recent UK prime minister? Oh, what is it? So it's <laughs> let me think. Uh, it's got to be whoever was it, it was Gordon is it Brown. Gordon Brown. It, it was Gordon yeah. Brown. That's right. Yeah, I got it. And I forgot about uh, David Cameron. <laughs> I was like, oh, he was prime minister for seven years. I was like, well, it was Blair, right? And they were like, no, well, you missed missed a big one. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. How long was Gordon um, Brown prime minister for? Not very long, was not it? Not long. A while. Two years? A year, year or so. Anyway, there were, there were lots of questions like that. And I, I didn't hate it, but... And I, we'll do it again. But I think I think I, I, I might have to do the questions next time. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I like those um, ones where it's like... Like like the pub quiz format where you have like uh, ten questions in a row where it's like guess this music and it, it's like video game music or some shit like that you know and like and you have to and you have to write theme. them all down yeah like theme, I like yeah. I like themed questions in like chunks you know what I mean not just like so my my friends uh, my friends quiz had a round that was all name the cops like the names in these buddy buddy cop action movies right and the problem was. For a lot of these movies, I know the movie, I know the actors, but I'll be damned if I know the names of the characters. Well, like, like everybody knows Riggs and Murtaugh from Riggs Lethal and Murtaugh, yeah. What were the names of the cops in um, what's that one with Jackie Chan and uh, Chris? Rush um, Hour. Yeah, Rush Hour. What uh, are the names of the characters in that? Oh God, who knows? Good Lord, I have no idea. Right. No. It's tough because you know everything about it, but you don't know their names because they're not memorable names. I A lot of the time I'm actually watching a TV show or a movie and I don't know the name of the character. Yeah. And I feel like I don't care either. I'm like, who's Jill? Oh, oh the main character. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it's not really necessary a lot of the time. Although I will say uh, I recently watched Dark on Netflix, which has been out for like years. Um, but it's like this German... Um, t- time travel-y sort of show. It's not really a spoiler to say that. Um, oh, great. Now sort of I can't it, watch it. <laughs> but Ruined the it. problem is, is because it's got like these, it's got a huge cast of people and it's also got the older, or the sorry, the, the younger versions of them, if you like, because it's time travel based, in the show. And part of it is like, 
revealing who's who. It's like, oh, that guy's actually that guy. And obviously, it's, that's obviously helped out by the fact that their young selves look nothing like their old selves, right. apart from maybe one of them's got a gigantic mole on the face. Right. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it's like so infuriating because I had to keep like pausing and being like, okay, so who the fuck is... So this guy's... I mean, time travel on its own is a nightmare to like try and you know, go through in your brain. Yeah. And watching these time travel movies, you're like, sometimes you'll just, you'll feel like your brain just like explodes. I mean, I had, a, um, I had that problem with Game of Thrones where I didn't know, I, knew, I recognized the actor and, and the character and I was like, oh, it's that guy from that other thing. But I didn't know his name. Like I'd at read, all. Uh, I, I was, I, Game of Thrones wasn't too bad because I'd read the books. So it's, uh, I, knew, I knew everybody yes. um, from the, from reading the books. But yeah, but yeah, it would have been the same. If I had not read the books, I would have just been like, oh yeah, fucking that guy or this, like I, I'm terrible with names. By the way, if you get bored, there are a ton of videos of people just slagging off the last couple of series of Game of Thrones and going into detail. Some of them are very funny. Pointing out stuff that oh. at the time, I mean, I, I don't want to get into a big Game of Thrones chat. But the, there's no denying the last last couple of series went no, seriously. No, and off sometimes the rails. I wake up and I'm like sweating. Oh, I can't believe they in, did in this. A, he's like in a yeah. cold sweat, uh, hyperventilating. <laughs> oh, the final season of Game of Thrones could have been so much better. Oh. They just fucked yeah. up so much stuff, and it was it was honestly embarrassing. And I know that they were like, "Yeah, we we just want to move on to other things." I'm like, "You you can't like that's hugely." That's hugely insulting to the audience. I mean, it was a phenomenal show. It was a phenomenon. Everybody watched Game of Thrones. I know people had I, no interest I, I in mean, fantasy. I want to say I called it. it though. I want to say as soon as they ran out of source material, yeah, that it was went a into big the problem. fucking toilet. Yeah. Like, like that's it. Like it, when you look at things that have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and like are a finished and written story. You know, I think I think what they should have done was they should have got an agreement with George R. R. Martin, which said. We're gonna get someone to help you finish these books. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We're gonna get a professional author, some professional authors in like Brandon Sanderson and people who love. I think the they should have gotten me in to do the theme music a cappella for the last um, episode as well. I could have done my. <laughs> I would have been. It would have been great. Just like just to change it up, just a little bit, you know. Like I, th- I, I mean, my, but my issue is, is there are lots of talented writers out there. It's, it's know, not that know, difficult it's just, to but, take what you've already been given and find a nice resolution for it that uh, that is coherent. Like they do this with shows all the time, where they're like, "These are the characters. We want you to write an episode for us, or write a few episodes, and just you know stick with the general theme of it, and we want it to be consistent." They're like, "Gotcha," because they're writers. That's what they do. They could, they were like, "This character wouldn't really do this." I don't think. Judging by, I've watched all the shows and I know what's what. But instead, they just seem to just sort of fucking. I don't know, just go, what if so-and-so? Like, yeah, cool. It doesn't make sense. Do you know how, who I feel the worst for? It's all those people who went to pubs to watch it in public oh, with people. And they had to, because they were in this environment with other people, they weren't sure whether it was just terrible or whether they were supposed to be like, wow, ooh, and all such, this dumb shit was such happening. such a massive you know I mean? viewership, though, that you have to assume that about like 80 to 85% of the people watching it were okay with the way that it was. You know, Maybe. is it the same hype to shit? Is it the same thing of the people stuff? coming out of those cinemas uh, when they watched episode one <laughs> in 2000 and were interviewed and they were like, This is the greatest <laughs> Star Wars movie I've ever seen? <laughs> well, yeah. I liked it when Jar Jar Binks uh, wiggled his arms and screamed. He was yeah. so funny. Again, though, like, I, you know, I think the stuff that we read is is not 
not necessarily like the like the 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 overwhelming popular opinion you know what i mean like mm. like i think like occasionally you'll get a reviewer that says eh, this this could have been better or whatever but like i'm 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 sure my parents watched it and i think they they liked the whole thing like i I don't think they paid attention I, I enough to it. I do that. To, to, I watch a to thing. know either way. I quite enjoy because it. Because they just wanted to be able to go to fucking the Tupperware Club and say that they'd seen the latest episode of this <laughs> big hit, hit TV show that everybody else is watching. It, it, was like, it was like the water cooler at the office uh, talk of the day and everything, right? So, like, I, I don't think yeah, most yeah, people yeah. viewed it, like, in, in a bad way. I think it was... I think it it was it was the 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 sort of like original core um fan base of the of the books that wasn't like the 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 massive uh, um you know yeah. po- popular extension of the what became the fan base through like the TV show that were that were probably a bit vexed about it because yeah sure it wasn't like as satisfying as it could be and it felt a bit rushed and stuff like that but again like I always think Sometimes, back yeah. when any, when anything like this happens I always think of like my parents who I view as just very run of the mill average North Americans who are probably like the first time they saw Jar Jar Binks, they probably laughed and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Because, that you know, there are a lot of people out there who are like that, you know, like whether you want to believe it or not, it's, you know what I mean? That's just, there's, I, there's, I just think there's a lot people more people in the world than the 10 people who complain about stuff on Reddit. True. You know what I mean? But I also think. They, they just they're not really watching like most people don't no, really sit and watch tv no. they're just kind of it's on and it, it was okay i yeah. like that yeah and they look up occasionally they see something cool stuff and they're like yeah that's fine the like, context for a lot of this stuff is like i really like this i know all the characters and stuff so i expect everybody else to feel the same way which is right. impossible i I'm, I'm sure that my my mom watched all of game of thrones and i bet you she knew the name of like maybe three characters <laughs> right you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like it's yeah, just yeah. it's just the way that it is like it's it, and it's like that with everything it's not anything that becomes like popular right like i was watching uh, I, I watched this documentary on um on the on like the 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 grunge explosion the seattle scene <laughs> <laughs> we watched such in different the, TV. In, from the, in the in the 90s but it, interestingly it was filmed at the time so like it was it's not like a retrospective it was like uh people who were involved in the scene at the time who knew like all the bands and, and everything and, and again it's just really interesting that like something that was very sort of close-knit like a, a scene for that city and and just like the the way that the bands uh interacted with each other like in that city and everything just a lot of them just got crowbarred out of there and made into these massive massive popular bands that sort of you know defined a generation or spoke for a generation or whatever but none of them had set out to even do that like they were just quite happy playing these crappy little bars and and venues and and seeing each other occasionally and competing against each other and stuff and it's you know it, it everybody else just went crazy you know like they there was like grunge fashion that you could buy at JC Penny. You know, you could buy like those huh. old fucking plaid shirts and and stuff. And it was for the people in the scene that they went to they went to secondhand stores and they bought that stuff because that's all that was available. Like they lived in logging towns and stuff. You know what I mean? But for the for like the for the general population, this was like the the uniform you had to wear if you wanted everybody to know that you loved grunge and stuff. And it's it's just interesting how people consume things, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. I think um, 
So I mean, I, I love those of the of the age documentaries where you get to see you know '90s people talking about '90s things. It is there is something sort of slightly authentic about it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's like I, I don't know. Like it, it, it is funny. It's funny watching like old old footage, and it when you watch it, you think like. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but then, you know, it was it was a long time ago. Yeah. A lot of people I, that you would t- tell about to now, especially like given what we do, we, we end up we end up like, you know, somehow trying to like explain this stuff to people who weren't even born then, <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> this is what you this is. These are the things that you were into when you were a teenager sort of thing. It's just kind of funny. I don't know. I, I, I worry that when I talk to younger people about stuff that I did growing up, that they're bored to fucking tears. But I was always really interested when people would tell me what life was like back then and, and how things have changed, because I, I, I've always found that interesting. The idea that that when I'm 70 or 80, assuming I get that far, that, that I'll be able to talk about how much things have changed. Because that's the only real record you've got is personal experience. That's the only, that's the, I mean, you, you can read about these things, but you can't really ask questions of, of data. But if someone is sitting there and you can say, what was it like before this or that? I, I, I think that's really interesting. So I, I, I know I probably come across as boring when I talk about the past, and maybe we all do. But I, I personally find it fascinating. And I hope. Well, I yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 you're, it's a mixture of nostalgia and like you just so you sometimes you you look at where you are now and then you think back to where you were and it, and it's just it's it's interesting to you in most cases. I think sometimes it comes <laughs> across as you don't know how good you've got it these days. It's gonna be really funny one day to if you know when you, when when our kids go on to probably have kids i'm i'm guessing and and your grandkids growing up and one day they'll be like well what did you used to do grandpa what was your job <laughs> like <laughs> well <laughs> um <laughs> pretty much what we're doing right now sitting on the sofa playing video games. Jeez. So, so my uncle was very kind to think about what we all are f- fans of and include questions for those people right oh, nice. you know, so he would include right. So he knows that my brother loves cars. Um, so he he did a question about cars that was like I don't know I can't remember it, but some, some, how yeah, many like, wheels? Which, he knows that I he car. knows for example that I love yeah. greased up oily cocks. Uh, think about them all the time. <laughs> uh, well, no, he asked me. I had a Minecraft question. <laughs> nice. So, Jesus. So it was like which. Um, what was what was the original title given to Minecraft? Was it uh order of the stone was it cave game or was it um something else i'm gonna go with cave uh, game it was called cave game that's right apparently nice. so Be- i didn't because I didn't, it's obviously I didn't, not I didn't something right. else cave game. i didn't uh, yeah but i i didn't it, he gave it some other he called it some other thing did you know I was like, oh. no i didn't even realize it was called cave game i've never se- have ever even heard that question no, before no. Well, then again, I probably have, but I've forgotten it because I'm old and useless. And then he gave my mum a question about, for some reason, disease. Oh my he was God. like, "What? what Wonderful. is the scientific term for an agent that can cause disease? Hmm. A germ? A, uh, a well, creepy crawly? It was... It's actually a pathogen. Oh, yeah, um, a pathogen. Of course. Oh, f- oh um, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Of course. Which, obviously, none, none of us got. Uh, that feels like a very my, targeted... My insult yeah was that kind of like um when when the questions were like relating back to something you were interested in was that kind of like a um 
like uh like a mercy round like it was just like a guaranteed you're gonna at least get one point because i made like one question really easy for you and maybe not anyone else do you um, think that was I part of it? Did, did you say it was, your it was, did you it say was your thoughtful. uncle set these questions yeah so but yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. if everybody else gets a, a special interest question and one one question for one person is like what do you call a backstabbing bitch who I fucking despise? <laughs> You'd be like, wow, this imagine your uncle. Specific. Imagine the question specific to you from your uncle was like, where is my favorite place to hide in your house naked? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, we have to stop. All right. Uh, Lulu's thank you. busy, so note. we're going to have to cut it short this Thank week, you but. very much, everyone. Hope you guys are all doing all right uh, indoors for another week. Yeah, we'll, um, be, back. we'll be back. We'll be back next We'll time. be back. Yeah. Don't forget, XCOM Chimera Squad is out tomorrow. Chimera. The, mm. the, the latest, greatest addition to the XCOM family, which hopefully will be good. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I've played it a bunch. I could talk about it now, I guess, because this isn't going out for a week. No, no, it's don't, great. No, 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 don't, don't spoil, don't spoil it. Really it. We want to get, get, get in fresh. All right. Play Drug Dealer right. Simulator if you're looking for something to do. It's uh, I'm good. surprisingly All not right. terrible. Okay, bye. 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 bye.